0: Take Three rest podcast coming to you on October 14th, 2022. I'm your host, Ernest E.J. Christian alongside Mikey B.
1: Jeff Pezos paid how much for this shit?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Producer producer Jim? Too much. He paid. Well, no. It doesn't matter because he's getting it paid back in droves because we're like drug addicts, man. We can't get enough of the National Football League. Uh,
3: uh, j- yeah, well, us. that
2: too. We can't avoid that either. My wife and I, we've ne- we have like, the only time we've ever had Prime is if we got like a free month or like a, you know, $2 for the next month trial or something like that. We just bought it for the freaking year because we're like, we're going to be watching football for the next 16 weeks. There we go. There you go, Bezos. I think I paid like six bucks a month.
1: For a month. Uh, we
2: really- got <laughs>
0: You got a special guest on the show here on Loan for the Minus Wrestling Podcast, our good friend Robert Bonnet. Rob, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have Joe Lopez with us in a little bit. I, hopefully, we'll see.
1: I can confirm that Joe Lopez is not
3: sleeping on my couch.
0: <laughs> That's a first. first. That's progress. <laughs> That's okay, progress. okay. So, anyway, tonight's show should be fun. Um, we uh, let you guys down again because, uh, unfortunately, for the second week in a row post- uh we don't have our September wrestlers of the month. It is not Mike's fault, this a record.
3: Uh
0: why <laughs> Mike, you want to say? <laughs> uh, I mean it might be my fault. I work a lot this week. Um if
1: Joe gets me his list by tomorrow, what I'll do is I'll just put up uh the twenty five uh, participants that got enough points to Part of the ballot, and then I'll just post a picture of those twenty-five, and then we'll do the updated uh scoring next week for the Wrestler of the Year ballot. Well,
0: you just made up. the list. <laughs> That's right. Well, hopefully it shows up so we can do his uh overrated, underrated WCW luchador is oh on top. You guys are fucked in this one. I I'll tell you about it. We'll also what happened? Like, to I was to say, to what happened? One on <laughs> <laughs> <And> What <laughs> well, happened? Rest to of the, the week, to... of course. If you don't know. Uh, <laughs> rest of the week, of course. Uh, <clears <clears Ray White's back at WWE. We're going to discuss how uh, this run could be successful. We'll see about that. Another game of Helo versus face.
1: Hold on, hold on. Before we continue, Big Jim, yes. was that was that the Kyle Nash tool time dance that kinda I yeah. I mean, look,
2: kinda. it was look. Th- I, that's that's the most dancing you're getting out of me. I'm I'm 37. I'm fat and I'm white. Okay, I, I'm not going to lie to you.
1: <laughs> I was watching the show Tuesday, as you guys know, the uh, Huddle Up Podcast. Ding, ding. Um, which you can find on the Big Jim podcast networks um (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) say you're yeah you can find it anywhere
0: no no i'm saying
1: so so i'm sitting there and i just love the fact that kyle left and jim goes oh i miss kyle's dance as i'm typing that out of course i hit send and i as ernest is like rambling on about how bad his power rankings are or whatever the fuck he was talking about yeah. Kyle pops back in. I was so waiting for you just to play the song again. I should have. You, you
2: really should have actually
0: did like take
1: I two. literally said in the chat like play the song.
2: There's a lot going on. There's
0: a lot going <laughs> Not on. Going in front on of here. Me. But tonight we are doing a first string of probably four weeks, uh, maybe four weeks, maybe longer, of NXT watch-alongs of war game watch alongs. War game! War games,
4: war games,
0: war games. And Mister Michael Bernier here, Michael. Michael, uh, you have just chosen for this week the 2017 NXT Takeover War Games. Was I, this the, was this I, the first I'm one they gonna did?
1: Them, I'm just going to run them in order.
0: So this, this, this was the first one they did. Correct. This
1: was the uh, this was the return of War Games. Um, okay. okay. What I will say, because we won't have the volume on for ourselves, but you at home can turn the volume on if you want. Not like traditional war games. Um, this is three teams of three.
0: Okay. Okay. So
1: a little bit different of a take. Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it was Sanity, which is Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane, versus the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong versus. Uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, um, Bob, Robert W. Fish, and our good friend Jim.
0: Oh, 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 O'Reilly, O'Reilly. Auto Parts. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, but, uh,
1: I believe that was the lineup for this one. Um, up until, I guess, did they have a War Games pandemic or no? For NXT.
0: No, no. No, I think that no, yeah, no, they 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 skipped that. 2019 was the last one they did.
4: Yeah, so this oh, they, the no, one. they did they did, they did have, yeah. Sorry, they did have one in twenty twenty. Uh...
1: It was McAfee and his crew versus the Undisputed Era, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Oh yes, shit, yes, you're right, yes, Rob. Yes, you're yes. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't do well, one since then.
1: So funny thing here, um after a couple Sundays from now. Survivor Series, it'll be the first time ever that the Undisputed Era will not be involved in a WWE version of War Games. That's
2: a good point.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good stat there. So, we're going to get started in a couple of seconds here for the listeners at home. Um, to timestamp this, course, NXT TakeOver Season 4, Episode 5, to make it easier to, to track this down because, of course, Peacock does things differently from the, the original network, of course, so what it is, is what it is. Uh, the timestamp... Right on the card. Yeah. The timestamp is one hour... Thirty-six minutes and twenty-seven seconds. So, if you have to pause this podcast to get caught up, do so now. Otherwise, if we are ready to go, we can get this party started. Mike, so Mike, count us down.
1: Uh, hold on, I gotta turn my volume down. All okay. right, going live in five, four, three, two, one. War
2: games.
0: All right, NXT takeover. In war games. War games.
2: War games. War games.
0: So if
3: you if, you if you
2: don't mind. like that sounder uh, <laughs> you're going to hate the next few weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um it's almost as good as the Shane McMahon.
2: Oh, we're doing that? Oh. Yeah, we're no, we're not
0: doing it. it. We don't have to. Too late. I mean He's, he, his, his face right points to the fucking soundboard right. <laughs> the best. I'll
2: do the short the one.
0: Oh, we do the Mark,
2: the normal one.
0: <laughs> Give me hillbilly
2: uh, this one's just the regular
0: one. Uh, I love man! I love NXT black and black and uh black and gold uh, uh graphics, by the way. Fucking fantastic.
2: Yeah, they were different. Like they always were different, and that was edgier too. Does
1: Alexander Wolf look like he just did all of Tony Khan's cocaine?
3: <laughs> why, does, why does
2: Undisputed Aaron look like a fucking boy band? I mean, because it's of it's um, Adam Cole's pretty eyes. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of it, like uh, on a serious note, uh, since we are talking about the Undisputed Aaron, um, a, a lot of reports today, as we're recording, that um, Adam Cole's concussion situation is is uh, more serious than originally thought. And there's reportedly again, we, you gotta, you gotta take, take what you get sometimes when it comes to wrestling reporting, but, um, some concern over Adam Cole's wrestling future. So, um, well, I know we touched on that on, on three CT tonight. Um, so obviously wishing him the best. Also, we, we, we brought up again, Randy Orton back injury, um, some yeah. some reports lately there's legitimate concern about um him ever returning to the ring so really wow okay yeah i mean yeah. for him you got to figure age is a factor there too what you know even if you get your back to the point where uh you're you're no longer in pain or in minimal pain why are you going to come back and and wrestle even for one more match um but uh, obviously we wish adam cole and and randy orton the, uh the very best and, and hopefully they will uh they all get better. Not for, not even for wrestling, for, uh, for themselves. That's, that's obviously oh, yeah, priority uh, number one.
4: Cause, yeah, I've, I mean, I've had back pain before and it is, it sucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, it absolutely sucks.
0: Especially his lower back, especially his lower back. Oh, God. That's a fucking,
2: yeah. Break. I mean, it, yeah. No matter what, but, but yeah. So I don't know the nature of his injury, but, uh,
0: so I'm assuming this obviously this is pre-Rodrick Strong joining the the undisputed era, right? Obviously, yeah. This was but-
1: pre-Bobby uh, Fish blowing out every fucking ligament in his knee.
4: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Is I
1: mean, that's, any- that's literally why Roddy ended up actually I mean, joining. The, the The goal may have been to get him there eventually because they were all in Ring together at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely got there quicker than I think they wanted to because Fish blew his ACL out after winning the fucking tag
4: titles.
2: So there's there's not a single person in this match that uh is still in the company, right? Um Um well, Roddy's still no Roddy is still there. Oh, oh that's right. There. That's right. He is still in um is it Rod,
1: the, Roddy in his shitty little boots.
2: Diamond Mine, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh look the, the
4: scene they had this week was just I mean it was hilarious. Him in the hospital in a wheelchair and a neck brace. <laughs> Boy. I laughed. And they were playing like the, like the sad, inspirational music behind it. <laughs> well,
2: like.
3: <laughs> Sound like that?
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish well, I was watching this shit in real time. This, this, another this another
1: match that I won't give a shit about watching on Tuesday night. Which uh, match is that? Chris Jericho versus Dalton Castle.
2: Oh. Oh, fuck. That's right. Dynamite is on uh, Tuesday next week, right? Tuesday. Hey. Because. uh
1: This week because of the playoffs, I think. Okay. Or basketball.
2: Is, yeah. it, the, uh, is it NBA opening night? It takes priority on that one?
3: Mm hmm.
2: That's their. Uh,
1: I mean, they probably gotta, they got to probably show LeBron drinking a blue Gatorade or something. <laughs>
4: So I might actually watched that because look, I mean, I'm I'm a ROH fan, and so and and I do like Dalton Castle, even though I know he's not going to win. Right. Oh, look, it's, Ar- it's Arn, Arn
2: and Dusty. It's Arn. Yep.
1: They call him the Natural. natural. Right. because cause Dusty,
2: uh, Dusty created the match, right? Yep. Correct. Is uh, listening to Orange Podcast? That's the whole thing. I, I uh, like,
4: I stopped. I have a, uh, like a couple of times. I mean, basically, he, I mean, he's he, he basically just recounts his career every week, just from what I've listened to. Yeah.
0: Because every episode I saw like last year when I still was subscribed was a like uh you know not a best up was like him talking about just like His career and like random things. There was nothing like specific topic. It was just like random things. That's it. I'm like, okay. Oh,
4: you know yeah. Because I mean I came up on old Jim Crockett NWA so Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, know. Oh, yeah, you're definitely yeah, so listening to R and tell some of those stories is you know is good stuff for me.
0: Oh of course, absolutely
4: but uh, oh, but then look, he, he had the promo of the year last year. I don't care what anybody says. Well, Arn, what, was that the one with, uh, with Cody? Yeah, when he's going to pull out the Glockus. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good one.
0: <laughs> the memes were great in that one. That wasn't a meme like, like you know, uh, R- NRA is backwards bad stands for Arn. Yeah. That was the one that's, oh, fuck. From. that's right.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: That was the best, dude. Forgot
4: about Okay, so was
0: Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Rob.
4: Yeah, I'll still go back and watch that little promo
2: over yeah. now.
4: Did anybody
1: see the spoilers for Friday night's Rampage or no? No,
0: no,
2: I did not. I mean, I'm not gonna no. watch the show I watch
0: anyway. You can go oh. and tell it. I don't care, R- R- Rumpage.
1: As oh, I,
4: well, I saw who came out at the end.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. Who was right. that? Maria Canellis, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. They
1: came out to challenge FTR for the Ring of Honor tag titles.
2: Interesting. They might actually. Get In see,
1: their contract just expired at Impact.
2: Might actually get to see FTR wrestle for once. That'll be a change. It's
1: been
0: what at least a month, right? So maybe longer. It feels like it's Since. been forever. Look at that. Sanity, Sanity was oh, ahead
2: of the game on uh, on the pandemic with the match yeah. Look at that. Oh yeah. Hell yeah! Three years yeah. early. Well done.
1: And the return of uh, Sean Spears
0: yeah he came back on on dynamite wait hold on apparently uh oh my god who the hell cares
2: (laughs) dude there are there are not a lot of people in wrestling that i give a shit less about than sean spears (gasps) truthfully he's a chairman chairman, though truthfully good for him (laughs) good for him
4: No, there's only there's only one chairman I recognize, and that is uh Parker. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's the real chairman.
2: Man, Sean Spears. Could not give could not give a shit about him. You're cool. You're cute. You said the number ten in NXT. Great job, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like,
2: man, couldn't nope. Nope. Who cares? Big who cares.
0: So I'm excited about this match. It's the first time seeing it.
2: You've never seen yeah. this. Okay. One, no. no, he
0: doesn't no. watch NXT. <laughs> I, wa- yeah. I, the I watch. I only actually watch like is really like the you know the ones I need to watch like you, you told me watch the uh, you know Bailey Sasha you know. Oh man, so you're uh, about to go. Yeah, you're yeah.
2: about to go through a journey over the next. Season. Oh, I'm
0: I'm, 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 I'm. I'm. excited about this. I'm really excited about this. He's about to
1: go through a roller coaster of emotions.
0: Yes, it sure is, man. Hey, am I rolling up for this part? Man, I love uh, shock yeah. Sister Let me.
2: Uh, let oh, me get, yeah, me too.
0: One goes up for this shit. Can I never see it?
2: Periodically, I'll, I'll pull up the audio just a little bit. That theme fucking slapped, man. Dude, I play yeah. the
0: car all the time. Like, oh. like took the kids to school in the morning, played all the time.
2: It fucking slapped. It really it, did. You know, I
0: loves it too. My son loves it too.
2: Like, I love, I love Cole's theme in, in AEW, but man. Of course. Uh, the, the fucking Undisputed Era theme is so good.
0: Well, the other reason I got into NXT in the first place.
2: Was NXT. that Undisputed Era?
0: Yeah. The, the Robert, Robert W. Fish. Yeah. You can fry fish. If he look, I fish mean,
2: you got to give it to Fish, though. He looks great for 73. I mean, he really does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He, the man looks great for... Yeah. remember I mean, losing the main event on. on Impact this week. Was he really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, um, he,
4: um, he challenged Josh Alexander for the Impact World title. Please tell me Alexander yeah, won. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alexander okay, won. Good. Thank you. Yeah, oh, now, Alexander is excellent,
2: man. He... Speaking wanted, of uh, speaking of know. impact, uh, Bully Ray as their oh yeah. Money in the Bank, basically. What the hell is, is cool? going <laughs> on? Wait, what? So yeah? they they do uh, what's it called? The call, call your shot. Yeah, it's it's ba- is it's like an intergender match where the winner gets a trophy and they they it's basically like a Money in the Bank. You get to call your Car- you- <laughs>
3: cheese, baby! <laughs> Where you get
2: to uh, get a title match at any time. And fucking Bully Ray was a surprise entrant and won the damn I mean, thing.
4: Really? Bully Ray
2: in two thousand. Like, what the
4: fuck Look are we
2: doing shit. here?
1: I mean... You tell you wanna, me. You want to question that one? Can we question the X Division title decision?
4: Oh, that yeah, that was... Yeah, what, Kazarian? Let's, let's yeah, take that was a the choice. title off
1: of Mike Bailey for him to then say, I'm going to cash in option C. And fight Josh Alexander for the world title, and now we're gonna have a title tournament for the X division title. Like, tell me, tell me anymore that you don't give a fuck about the X division title right now? <laughs> yeah, but at um, least,
2: at least there. I mean, like, Kazarian's like a fucking legacy in that company, and yeah, but it
1: sucks for Mike Bailey.
2: It does, but like, yeah. Mike Bailey's gonna be fine. Like.
1: Well, look, it's two guys that tried to start their own wrestling company and end up scamming fans.
2: Oh man, yeah, Woof. Oh, that, that,
0: that's what happened. Really? Wow.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. They're, so they didn't. People didn't get refunded for that shit.
0: I don't. I don't know. I stopped. That was
2: fucking- that was the one.
0: The show in in London, in Britain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. We we actually previewed that on, the, on this podcast.
4: Yeah. Whoops. I mean, it was a good lineup, but then yeah, it the, didn't happen. Hmm.
2: That's, like, the most yeah. indie wrestling thing ever. I mean, there's been a lot of indie companies put together a great lineup and then go, oops, sorry, guys. <laughs> Fucked around, found out. Card subject card subject to change or card subject did not happen. The Paul Ellering,
0: <clears throat> man. The legend. Oh, yeah. And Roderick Strong.
2: Yeah, man, I man, just... I guess in, the injury bug got those guys because I'm like, oh yeah, they they stayed hurt, man. Like, oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Like, It's such a shame because I I really feel like they could have been something.
0: Even WWE yeah, even we won the main roster. I thought they were getting some they were getting some ground in, in 2020 and then yeah, free between them. injuries so, and COVID.
1: Well, the the other thing that they they went they on the, the main roster and Paul Ellering stopped being involved with them.
2: Yeah, I I I, I didn't understand that decision either.
1: But, like obviously he didn't want to travel, but
2: yeah, I think the, that's what the, it was. The,
1: the real, the real problem with that is, is one of them could cut a promo to save their fucking life. My so how am I supposed on. to take you serious as a tag team title contender whenever you can't even cut a promo about who you're chasing?
4: Yeah, your point. Um, so Adam Page
1: is promo from last night's Dynamite was better than any promo that these guys could fucking figure out fucking ever in their life. So I mean.
0: How was that crowd yesterday in Toronto? That
1: obviously, we're not obviously we're not talking about that. But um, is there anybody that can cut a better promo right now? Whenever you know he's not going to win the title match, than Adam Page, <laughs> he makes you actually give a fuck about the title match. Yeah, I mean you?
2: that's a great point. Like you, you gotta you gotta make him make him believe, and he he like, make, he makes you believe.
1: Literally, like when he lost to Phil in May, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely losing the title." But his promos made me actually give a fuck about
2: going and watching that match. Well, and again, like last night, like there was some realism. Like, you know, it, it, there's there was hidden meaning. There was quote unquote live rounds. Um, and and the sad thing is, I would like to say that you know a, a smart a smart booker would make sure that the live rounds are uh pre pre loaded, but you never know with that company, but. Um. Yeah. Then, then you know, and that's that's the problem. But you know, it, it was a good promo. Well, it, also, it also
1: probably helps with the guy who's like your, your ace is the one that he went after with live
2: rounds. Yeah.
1: John John's not going to be like, man, fuck this guy. I'm not going to let him talk about me. Like well,
2: that. I forget exactly what the line was, but there there was a line directed directed uh, towards Chicago, if you know what I mean. Uh, last last night. Him? Yeah, well, you know our old our old friend Phil um uh, Philip jack <laughs> Philip, good old good old Philip Philip jack don't miss him one bit no that th- th- that company is better off without him they really are well i'm look, I'm still <laughs> mad at him I'm mad at him for
4: you know because I actually took his side in that whole thing and I can't stand
2: the guy so. <laughs> Yeah, th- I mean, the whole thing's a mess. Did you guys yeah. hear about? We we were t- we chatted on a little bit, um, b- before we went on air three CT tonight about the Ariel Hawani, uh Tony Khan interview. You guys heard anything about that at all?
0: That was, it was awkward.
3: Well, yeah, because yeah, because apparently
2: he he basically asked him like you know five five questions and Tony just wouldn't answer him. Like he asked him, I guess one was about. The MJF situation. One was about you know everything that went down with All Out, and Tony was basically just like, "Well, oh, I'm not going to answer that." You know, it was, uh, on his,
0: it was on his podcast.
2: I guess, yeah, I guess it was on Ariel's podcast because he had you know because he that the, they had, he did that interview with Triple H, or T- Triple H was like an open book. Yeah, and and like AEW fans are apparently like ripping Helwani. I'm like, look, if if Tony doesn't want to answer, that's not Ariel's problem right you know like and, and and my thing is like dude this guy can go on a coke bender and 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 tweet his inner monologue at 3 a.m last week's last week's podcast yeah but but he can't answer five simple questions on a podcast what <laughs> somehow they got an hour and 19 minutes uh of yeah content though weird okay
4: and look even if you give a bullshit answer that okay whatever i mean better than nothing yeah yeah, because when they, you know, back when they were asking Hunter about Velveteen Dream a couple of years ago, I mean, he gave a bullshit corporate answer. But, sure. I mean, he answered the question. Yeah, right.
2: well, and that's that's the difference when you have a a corporate company with a corporate uh, you know business structure and shareholders and all of that, and then when you have just the 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 owner's cocaine. son just cocaine. rambling it's and coke, yeah, and it's cocaine.
0: His play, play toy
2: Yeah, you know, it's like that. That's. That's where the big difference, uh, you know. You can, you can, you can see it in moments like that. Yeah, Tony yeah. Yayo. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Yayo. <laughs> you know tr-
0: That's true. AOP equals scams or us. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Sorry,
2: dude. I, to this day, man, like the little that little metal grate between the two rings makes me freaking nervous every time. Th- every time I watch one of these too. matches, yeah.
1: Me too. Was, yeah, somebody
2: lost their career. But I mean, Bulldog, fucking, I mean, that was the trap door thing with the Warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I just keep thinking about that whenever I see any any sort of trick gimmick thing that, with any ring. I, I, you know, because that I mean, it ultimately, kind of cost him his life. True.
3: Oh
4: yeah. Because um, like, because back, because back in the old NWA ones, they just had a space in between. Oh shit!
2: Yeah, that's right.
4: And because one of them, like Barry Windham, got his head stuck in between them.
2: Oh. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not good at all. Cool. Oh. just we got Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. Eric Young. Eric yeah. Young. Thank you.
1: I mean, I knew you weren't
0: gonna know who it was. No, I know,
2: I know the name, but man, I, I kind of like, I feel bad for the way everything went down with Young and in, in WWE, but like, I can only, I can only imagine like the reaction when, when like Eric Young showed up to Raw for the first time. And I mean, Vin- I know
0: Eric Young, I know Eric Young, the former LA Dodger,
3: and
2: own. Vince McMahon's like, "Where's the rest of them?" <laughs> I know,
0: I know, I, know, I know Eric Young from the, former LA Dodger from like way back when, but that's about it. Jesus. So, so we again. have our first. Although I might, although for the first time, I might even oldest won this panel today. Oh, That's Rob.
4: Oh, yeah. Rob yeah, it's me, got yeah. me by. by, by
0: Rob least. got me by at least what, six years, at least, right? How old got are young.
2: you, Rob? Forty-eight. Oh shit.
4: Well, remember, remember Jim? We,
0: we don't. We, we we don't age. I didn't even noticed that. <laughs>
2: so yes,
1: yeah, <see> the, <laughs> the difference in this war games compared to others is both members got released.
4: Okay. This, this, is, this is convoluted as hell. What was
0: Eric, Eric Young's character's name in WWE? Like what main roster? Prize. He
4: was just Eric Young. Yeah, he was still oh, just okay, Eric Young. Okay, Eric. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And look, Eric. the highlight of his main roster career was um, they did a 24 7 thing in, during a match, and he, he ran into the ring and mm-hmm. got booted in the face by Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the highlight of his main roster. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Your girl.
2: Yeah, they're. Yeah. Uh... They're, yeah,
0: they're... Rob Rob's pretty obsessive Charlotte player.
2: That's an understatement, I believe. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I, I, well, I saw, episode. I saw because I, re- I rewatched. Podcast. Come on. <laughs> I watched, uh, rewatched uh, Extreme Rules, and I guess they ran a some sort of Charlotte promo. So I assume she's she's on the comeback here soon.
0: She's been gone since what WrestleMania? Oh uh, that... uh,
4: no, Backlash. Yeah, so uh, since May.
2: Okay, but yeah.
0: so, like, okay, a month after, okay.
4: But, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad that she wasn't there the past couple of months to be involved in that mess of a SmackDown women's division.
2: Ooh, yeah. hmm But, yeah, it'll uh, – yeah, I mean, now seems about the, 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 the right time to, to start thinking about getting her back, be it before or at Royal she Rumble.
1: That she can go away.
0: <laughs> oh, well, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll trade out Ronda right for Charlotte for any day of the week.
4: Although I don't think she's going to... I think, honestly, this is just going to be the... I guess, probably just get her back in shape for whatever's going to come next year, honestly.
0: Although, oh, oh, again, I'll tell you, and I know we had a discussion about this on Twitter after this show, if Ronda's back to being a heel again, which we obviously looks like she is, that's... Uh, I, I mean, it's better her as a baby face, I, like I said. Right. It's
2: the um, more, it's the
4: more it's natural more, character. Right. Well, it's... The thing is, alright, her... Her natural demeanor and all of that is heelish. Like, if you just leave her to her own devices, it, yeah, you know, she talks heelish, she acts heelish, and all of that. Um, but like her, well, her public image is not that though, right? Yeah, it's a hard part. And because the general public, you know, she goes on Jimmy Fallon, she goes on Ellen DeGeneres, and she talks about being a mom, and she's so. She's Ronda, the the cool UFC lady who dominated a man's sport and all of that stuff, right? And so in that light, she's a baby face and people still mostly cheer when she comes out there on TV. And like the stuff that works best for them as far as like, you know, video traffic and money and all that stuff is when she walks out there and she beats up the bad guys. Yeah. Interesting. like well, because and because you know, I've been doing this little. Cause I'm, a, I'm a I'm a numbers nerd. So yeah, you're, you're, you're data guy. You you and Kyle Nash. <laughs> data yeah, <guy>. and <laughs> so like you give me hours and hours at home because of a pandemic, you know, and still I'm still working at home now, so I'm always home all the time, and I got time, and I'm a numbers fanatic, so I've just been you know looking at you know traffic numbers and like for YouTube videos and stuff, and I'm you know and seeing how stuff stacks up and yeah, it's always um, Rhonda coming out there and beating, beating up bad guys or beating up authority figures always goes a lot further than her not doing that stuff. Mm. Um, That's what people want to see. So even though she more, yes, she more naturally acts like a heel when it comes to, you know, competitive sports or whatever. Um, So it's just, uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's, Kind of a thing they're stuck in, really. Um, because look, and Jesus, go back and when she go back and when she acted like a, when she went heel last time, it was not very good, it was cringy as hell. Yeah, um, it felt so forced. You took a, you took, you took
0: 2018, or yeah, you took okay, it, or I like guess
4: 2018, 2019 when they right. yeah, when they turned her towards the end, uh, and it was. Uh,
3: oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, Mike, you're uh, you're choppy as hell, my dude. You're like freezing it's up. Still yeah. Child.
4: So yeah, I mean, it it would be better. She would be better as a television character being a heel. Um,
0: so once she got the title in 2018, she was She was a face, and then she turned heel. Yeah. That? Okay, um, exactly. she didn't
4: because all right. So she was yeah because she beat Alexa Bliss for the title. Right. And so what happens? Well, okay. So a couple things happened all right, they had a feud with Nikki Bella, which was a okay. mistake. If you want somebody to be a babyface and get babyface reactions, having them feud with Nikki Bella in 2018 was a mistake. Okay. Yeah. Because people cheer for the Bellas, they're not going to boo the Bellas anymore. Right. And that's and that's kind of when it started to go bad. And then right after that, you know, they had her start interacting with Becky right when Becky was at like the height of her, you know, rise or whatever. And mm-hmm. so that was just that was back to back, you know, people you should not have somebody feuding with if you want them to get cheered.
2: And- well we never got and we never got really the payoff to the to the Becky thing thanks to Nia Jack.
4: <laughs> yeah. So it's just um to me it was it was yeah, I mean it was back to back things with people that you're just not gonna get cheered against. And right. I, that's when it really started to go bad. And um yeah, it was, <laughs> but the, and then, but then when they finally did just say screw it, and you're going to be healed, you know, through WrestleMania, I mean, it it really wasn't very good. I mean, because I came back in 2019, right when Ronda
0: took a break after she lost the Mania to Charlotte, oh, not to Charlotte to, to Becky,
4: because um, I... like the like the first 2018 was until things started to go south 2018. Was actually really good and for her, but this this
2: this run is not. I mean, it's man. It... All right, so here on the uh, on the watch along, we're getting uh, the final members of Sanity coming in now. Okay. Yeah. um Who, Who's this now? This guy here. Did, Alexander that's, Wolf. Yeah, Alexander Wolf okay. and uh, Kelly and Dane is the other one. You
0: know, yeah. I know. I know Killian Dane. That's obviously uh, uh, Nick uh, Nicky Ash's uh, husband. Yes. Yeah. Um yes. But uh I was on a wolf, where
4: is he at now? I don't know, because he was in he was in Imperium for a bit. Okay. And then they, they you know, and then I guess, you know, they, they kicked him out, you know, in Kayfabe and he, he was getting he got released.
0: What do you Rob, what do you think about the Hunters WWE so far? Um, three months in? Um
4: a lot of good and there's you know there's some there's some things I think, you know. You got to shore up a little bit, but I'd say mostly very good. Okay. And <clears throat> like I've been kind of one thing for me was that for a lot of weeks, they were having just some of these matches were just going too long back to back, like 15 minute, 15 minute, 15 minute, like back yeah. to back. It's like an AW show almost. I, and so, look, I mean, I was zoning out by the time you get to the third 15 minute match in a row. You know, I, you know, I, I was starting to zone out on some of that stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I think for the most part, very good. Now, some people now that you know, there's been some talk on my Twitter timeline this week about you know the basically the how the women's divisions are being booked. Um, because on Raw now they're you know a lot of times they're down to basically Raw they got the one storyline with Damage Control and everyone else is just kind of like not doing nothing.
2: Yeah, they're they're working on finding their balance. I mean, it's yeah. you know you come at it you come out of SummerSlam, um, you know it's it, and and here's the deal like I I don't I don't know when the 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 idea of succession really came into play, but you're you're ass you're asking a lot of a of a new regime, um, you know, taking over and and you know yeah it, it's it's they're finding balance and and so so hopefully especially now that we're um you know we, we got the Saudi show in a couple weeks then you got uh, Survivor Series of course with war games like I'm hoping that we'll start to see more and 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 different uh different groups and and superstars start to uh, start to take shape
4: yeah and um now all these people he's brought back you know look I've been you know I've been kind of Sounding the alarm, you know, for a few months now that you know something's got to give that you just don't have time for all of these people.
2: Yeah, you got to be careful. There's a fine line, um, yeah, tell that
3: without... Tony cocaine. <laughs> yeah.
4: And, um, look, <clears throat> and because I mean, I started out sounding that warning about the women's side because you know, there are a lot of people in my Twitter timeline saying they need to call this person up they need to call this one up from NXT and this, and you know, I just you know, look, I just counted. I'm like, okay. They already got like 20, 25 on the main roster now. You don't have time for all of them, and y'all want them to bring up more? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> you know. And so now we're bringing back people that have gotten released previously.
2: Yeah, and well, and I feel, and I know there's still some rumors about a couple other people, but I feel like, I feel like we we've might have peaked here. The, the with with uh. With uh, with Saturday night, I think we might have we re- we reached the pinnacle of uh, returns for the time being with with uh, Bray yeah, coming I think back. So.
0: Yeah, I think I
1: mean, so too. I who's who's left out there that isn't under contract by AEW that you'd even think needs
4: to come back? Well, I, I want Mia Yim to come back personally. Uh, that's that's uh, the only per. That's the only person. You out think there she right will? Now-
1: though? I'm gonna say that's like negative seven percent.
4: Um, I mean, with, with no Vince there, maybe. Although, I mean, but Keith works in AEW, so, I mean, that's yeah. an easy call.
2: I mean, if she wants to do it. Right. I saw that but, I saw today there's reports of Chelsea Green, and I'm like, what? why? Uh, why? Uh, why? Uh, why? Uh, so she can <laughs> get hurt again? Like, <laughs> uh, hey. break another arm?
0: <laughs> and I think right now, the women's roster, right now, maybe roster, quite a skeptic, is actually pretty solid right now.
2: You know, obviously, yeah, you wait for Becky to come back, and if you're gonna bring yeah, back. If you're gonna bring back like, a woman, bring back Tegan Knox. For me, I'm game. You know, bring back Teagan. You don't need Chelsea Green. But the roster is pretty good now. Bailey's back now.
0: You'll get Charlotte back at some point. In Becky, I'm sure come back. Becky, Becky, you'll get healthy. You know, so you know, right now the woman's roster is really solid now.
2: I think the roster as a whole is is in great shape. Yeah,
4: it's just well, right now it's it's kind of distributed, kind of lopsided. Because um like like basically all the women who have you know done the big pay per view stuff and have had you know the great matches on pay per views and all that, they're all on yeah. raw. Yeah. That's the only problem. Uh so SmackDown is like a big collection of you know, women who haven't been there that long, haven't big collection you know. of
1: people that they can feed to Ronda Rousey for the next fucking
0: five months. Do you think Ronda is sticking around for for the long haul?
4: Um, See, I don't, well, because, all right, when she came back, all the quote-unquote reports said she was going to do Mania this year and then Mania next year. But that's never been, like, substantiated, right? And so we don't know how long she's going to stick around. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, people are assuming she's going to be done after this next WrestleMania, but that may not be the case. Yeah. Although, um if she's going to stick around for the long haul, then you, you got to have a then it's time you can't you, you got to it's time to have a conversation about how you book that division around her because what do you mean you know, know, they should
0: book around her or
4: well I mean well you should because she's I mean she's the biggest star in the women's division and it's not right. close so you do have to kind of, you do have to revolve things around her but I guess the question is this do you, do you think did she need the title well, eight well times on the, record. the problem is though. I mean, okay, she's the biggest star in the division. She's got you know, she's basically she's Brock Lesnar, right? I Correct, mean, right? That's good. Cool. I mean, you can occasionally you, you occasionally put Brock if you, Brock in, if if you want her to be around
2: right? frequently, then she need she needs to have a title, unfortunately.
4: Well, because it's well, just because it's, it's not realistic if, having her there. And her not winning the title. Yeah. This is accurate, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, theoretically, she's the best fighter. Well, she is the best fighter there. But in real life, of course. But then also, I mean, that transfers over to, you know, Kfave also. And you don't, I mean, you don't have your best player, your best team, your best fighter, whatever, not be the champion in real life sports. So, now, you know, like i yeah, <laughs> so I mean, like you know, Golden State just doesn't say, "Okay, we're just gonna play exhibition games this season," right? Jesus, right. Um... <laughs> Mike, have so... you have
2: you been to a a, a war Games show live? Yeah, twenty
0: nineteen.
2: Oh yeah, I think you're frozen again, Mikey. He
0: went twenty nineteen uh,
2: to the to war game show. Uh, so, how visually in the arena, like how like. Is it, is it difficult to see? Cause I know, um, one of, one of our guys, Devin, uh, was at extreme rules and he said like, it like he basically couldn't see anything in the fight pit from his seat. Like he was watch- just watching on the screen. Like, is that, is that where you were at with, with seeing war games live? Yeah, his, his his feet is uh, pretty bad. Yeah, dude, he's having all sorts of problems tonight. I'm gonna text him yeah. real quick. Step his internet, uh, think his internet, his because
0: in, everybody else is fine here. But um, I I feel like with Rhonda, <coughs> that the best way to to use her effectively is the same way you, Brock is used. She should be someone that comes for a couple of months, big feud, da da da, go away for a little bit, and then come back again because she's someone that. Can burn out real easy with people because just because of the fact that she's Ronda Rousey, she's not obviously not as skilled in the ring. So you start seeing people criticizing her at some point, as you see now. For example, she goes away for a little while, wait for a couple months, and then come back. Like that's the way Brock, the way Brock Lesnar's us used now in the last obviously last couple of years is perfection. Brock and I love Brock that way because to me, I I appreciate Brock more when he's away from me for a couple months.
4: Yeah, and then also, I mean, Brock does big fights.
0: Yes, exactly. So, and Ron
4: he, and Ronda's used the same way. So I mean, you know, Brock fights Roman. Brock, he's about to fight Bobby Lashley. Um, the
2: the hard The hard part with it though is because like, there's there's b- besides the women's tag titles, there's right. nothing else for women in WWE to fight for. So like, because if you have if you have Brock as champion or Roman as champion, and they're kind of part time guys, like. You can get away with it because there's the U.S. title. There's the Intercontinental title. There's none of that in the women's division. So it's like if Ronda's a champion, you need her around more. Is that something that you want to think about, adding a secondary title?
0: Like, like, well, like, 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 like AEW? I don't
2: hurt.
4: Well, they need to book the middle and lower part of the division regularly on television first. Yeah, that would help. Well, you got because. three hours of Raw. Well, yeah, because the thing is, I mean, you can make the title, but then... If you if you're not regularly putting the middle in you know in lower part of division on television anyway then eventually you know that champion is going to be somebody who occasionally shows up on tv but then doesn't do anything um Damn. so first because right now i mean you know they on both shows they they book the women's championship angle and then you know they do some stuff with the tag team titles you know and that's still kind of off and on but they don't have any feuds around anything else like like there's no there's no Seth Rollins of the women's division right just just been going around feuding with people for the last couple of years right um you know there's been no there's no Kevin Owens in the women's division who you know and you know he had he did a he had the title feud with Roman for a few months but beyond that he has feuds with other people right and you know they don't do anybody in the women's division like that and now of course the problem is i mean you know the when it comes to the women's division the twitter timeline is a war zone well yeah and you know nobody wants to see their favorite woman wrestler be the one that has to do all the, all the non-title feuds mm-hmm. and that's part of the problem you know as far from a fan
2: standpoint yeah all right mike um, i think we we got you back mike so my my, well, like- my question and hopefully we can get an answer is is visually well, I'm on
1: my phone right now instead of my computer. Well you're, so you, okay. get...
2: you're inf- you seem infinitely better at the moment. Um so w- watching a war games in person is it is it a challenging watch because of just the way the rings and the cages and everything's oriented? And Adam Cole's back just broke. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh,
0: what a pumps.
2: Uh, Man. Um,
1: watching. Okay, so I can't grade viewing a war games match uh, even though I've been to one because myself and Joe decided to get fifth row on the floor seats along the aisle.
3: Ooh. Okay, yeah, I
1: remember that. Yeah. Like, so, so when you watch, like when we go back and watch the takeover war games from those, um, basically the two cages that the, the wrestlers are being held in. Like we had a straight shot at the one that would be on, hour left or the wrestlers right when they came out of the entrance way. So it was kind of hard to see obviously from the fifth row because, you know, Joe's four foot seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that much taller, but five rows of people and then, you know, trying to see through chain link and, and all that. It, it was definitely not as aesthetically pleasing
2: so you were watching uh, on this the big screen basically.
1: Well, the funny thing was is like there were parts like so sitting there and, you know, turning around for when KO comes out, you know, obviously the whole Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox heel turn, you know, that stuff. You know, sitting there for all that stuff. But I tried to literally sit there and watch some of the match through uh the the structure just because it was one of those where if I never see another War Games match again, I just kind of want to see...
2: It's the experience of it.
1: Yeah, so I, I know that there were times where I was watching it from through the the cage, and it was definitely uh, not the easiest thing in the world.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I know that uh, De- Devin had some difficulty seeing the, uh, the fight pit. Uh, this, this 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 past weekend, so I mean it, it makes sense, but it's you know it's, it's kind of like one of those things. Yeah, you're, I mean hell, and depending where you sit for for WrestleMania, you're you're there for the experience. You're not there to see the action in the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Our uh, mine and Joe's first New York. We were in like the 400 level, so trust me, it was literally like, oh look. Here comes Ryback the Ant.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I can tell you this right now uh, for for Philly. Um we're we're going to I am I'm, I'm I'm hoping to plan to get like lower bowl cuz I want to I want to be in 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 well, a that's more where, proper for
1: me and Joe are for
0: uh LA.
4: Oh, because, yeah. Cuz uh yeah, I'm I'm making a trip to Philly cuz
0: yeah, we're going to we're, we're planning on that yeah this is it's it's, 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 it's
2: there's a chance that it's probably gonna be my only one so I'm I'm like literally the day that they announced it I took a screenshot and I sent it to my wife and uh she literally goes you're going you don't have a choice oh nice and I went a- okay <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I am not I mean, going to argue with this woman at, I mean
4: <laughs> Worst comes the worst. I mean, yeah, you, know, you. I could take the train up there and back. I mean, you're you're because, in Maryland,
0: right? Uh, yeah, Maryland? yeah.
4: I'm in. Yep, yeah, I'm in. I'm about 15 minutes outside of Baltimore. Okay. So I can look I, if if it's actually a, if, you know, if it's a real pinch, I could take the train up there and. Yeah, we're all we're
0: back. all we're all considering. Go- we're all going. That's that's the plan. Um, might do a big show there probably if we could make it make it work. Hopefully, figure something out.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Find, yeah. Oh, absolutely,
1: man. We gotta find a bar that'll let's do a live stream. Before we get drunk beforehand. We'll have
0: like the, the three three CT oh, take three CT mindless fucking.
4: Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! Podcast super show, super show. show extravaganza. Yeah.
0: I'm sure Jason probably, probably want to go too. I'm, I'm sure.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah, he, he's in Boston. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alexander, boy. Oh, that's insane, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, that, that table spot's sick.
2: Oh, man.
0: I still think the best spot I've seen in War Games is that fucking spot with uh, Champa and, and Cole from the top rope. Uh, yeah.
1: the, the, the one where uh, Sid almost destroys fucking Brian Oh, building, like, oh yeah,
4: because he, he banged his head on the roof of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then just, like, just drops him and then picks him up again.
4: Yeah, he, I, mean, I know. Well, I know.
2: It, what, EO had a big spot in the last one. McPhee had a big spot in the one. Mm hmm.
0: Can, like like especially with Chamba, especially with Chamba, That that's the first matchup from his, from his uh, surgery. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I was scared to death when he did that. Yes, yeah,
4: I'm saying. I, mean, that's,
2: that's so I, love, I love Adam. <laughs> oh. I love watching Cole just like squirm like a worm across the top yeah. of his yeah. fucking cage like, don't mind me. Don't mind me. I'm just dry humping the cage.
1: Alexander Wolfe. You, you caught about, that too, didn't
0: that. you? Jim? <laughs>
2: What's that? <laughs> you caught that too. Dry, hump yeah, just have, dry humping it.
0: the cage,
1: man.
2: You know.
1: Alexander Wolf's head is split wide open. So, oh, is yeah. it? Oh yeah, they, show, they showed they showed the
0: match.
4: This is better than I remember it being. Yeah, this is Yeah, it's now. been I'm real good.
1: good. Oh, look, it's it's Nikki, Mr. Nikki Cross.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the the positive and negative to the to uh, uh what's his face? Wolf's head being busted open. With the black mat, you could never really tell how much blood there was.
4: Oh yeah, because man, those old school NWA rings—they look, look nasty. Oh yeah, oof. Oh, oh I yeah. Mean, just blood splatter all over the damn thing, and it's—I mean—that they had the blue, I think, right? The blue uh, mat.
0: back. Or, uh,
4: it was like either like white or light blue. Yeah, you know?
0: Well, I know. Well, maybe WCW was blue, I think.
4: But yeah.
1: Kyle, hey. Kyle, Riley. Kyle Riley.
0: Jeez. C T E C T E CTE. C-T-E. Oh, overselling or something more, and that's Overselling something more. <laughs>
2: ah, it's Jeez, it's a it's uh, it's, an, uh, it's a classic Dolph Ziggler oversell.
0: Yeah. <gasps> shit, Hogan did that shit too back in the day as well.
2: We'll, we'll, like,
0: like,
1: we'll grade that oversell <laughs> for Dolph Ziggler.
2: <laughs> Dude, I, I hate
0: Hulk Hogan's overselling though.
2: Oh, it's insane.
0: He's like, at like, least having a seizure or something.
2: Like fuck, dude. but the 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 Hogan oversell gave us Shawn Michaels, over overselling it that the Summerslam oh, match.
0: Summerslam 05? Well, at least that was funny though. It's still
2: one of the funniest damn things I've ever seen.
1: I was listening to Bischoff's podcast the other day because his topic this week was his 2005 in WWE, mm-hmm. okay. and he talks about that match a little bit. Where he was just like, kind of lost some respect for for Shawn that night. He's like just doesn't it just there's ways to go about things and i'm like you're talking about a guy who had one of his best friends let him poke him in the chest so they could win the world title back <laughs> of Creative control buddy i think we've lost the fucking respect card a long time ago. yeah you're not
0: kidding. But, 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 but that was like redeemed sean though that's the shocking part that was sean born again christian redeemed the whole nine you know just buddy
1: just just because you're born again doesn't mean that you. Oh, I totally call agree with people you. People out on their bullshit.
0: No, I totally agree with you. But that's yeah. why that's what makes it shocking. Like he's still still verge doing that shit.
1: No, I think people truly believe that Sean to anybody else that would have you know let him what? get a win back to
0: make things. Oh my god, fair,
3: bro. He... Uh,
0: wow. Uh...
2: That was you, get,
0: yeah. you got ALP's big bodies to, to absorb that.
2: There's a yeah. there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of trust yeah. in those spots. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. The maybe problem is, it. Prob- prob-
1: it looked like Adam Cole went right to the fucking.
2: Yeah. 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 All the all the, the bodies powdered out, and Cole's just like, <laughs> "Fuck you guys! I can't feel my spine, hey, baby. Hey assholes! Yeah. Uh, you didn't need to kill me. It's a great match." Yeah, it's good. It's real good. It got, it got
0: very, once all 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 nine men got in the ring, it got really chaotic.
2: Yeah, and that's the beauty of it is is the the you know if you look at if you look at the the match like a wrestling card, the undercard is there, there's there's strategy, there's you know teaming up things like that, and then once everybody's in, it's it's just pure chaos. It's it's just it's a car crash. It's a glorious car crash. Yeah.
1: Anarchy.
0: Yeah, punch him in the spleen. You don't that need that. The, is that blood on the table? Yes, that's, that's Alexander right. Wolf. Look at the okay. back of his head. Yeah. Holy shit, look at the table. Holy crap! Like, fucking
2: yeah, that's a lot of blood. Lot
4: of
0: blood. <laughs> his whole hand is
1: covered in red. You can see it right there. Oof.
4: Wow, that, yeah, he that's, um, that's...
0: blood.
1: When he hit the backdrop, he went right through, and he caught a piece of the table and split himself wide open.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh!
1: Oh, oh! Well, look, it's cer- it's oh, got him!
4: Oh, right down on the grate! Yeah, mm-hmm. goo.
1: Certified uh, asshole himself, uh, Drake Wertz.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, dude. Damn. <laughs> Hold on. Once the board reloads, I got I got one for him. Here we go. Actually,
0: Drake, Drake, Drake was on Duke's podcast. The horrible human being. <laughs> Discussed the whole thing. Um,
2: what's their discuss? What about he's him being a comeback? He's a ter- well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, no one likes him, but he did, he, he wanted him to, to, to explain what what the whole the whole thing happened when we when, when he did what he did. all that
2: because he's mm-hmm. human garbage. Yeah, I like i don't know MAGA, MAGA. yeah it, it, ultra fucking not even that man it's it's it, that it, it's like tinfoil hat bullshit with with yeah. that guy it, you know it's you know, hidden message yeah. bullshit fucking yeah you know, that the, yeah that goes even beyond just uh, uh being a a, a a fan of the, the the former the former president it just goes far beyond that with people like him yeah
4: and then, know, yeah, then he brought it to work and was like, "Yeah, yeah." People's yeah. face and yeah,
0: that part, yeah, that's the thing, man.
4: yeah, and I mean, because I'm sure we we all got some mega coworkers, I'm sure, but oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, But you know, I mean, shit, and, I know. got
0: mega friends. <laughs> <laughs> the <It's laughs> real,
4: <laughs> just yeah, but I mean, my thing is, if we're at work, man, keep that shit to yourself. Yeah,
0: and yeah, yeah. we don't let that get in the way, like friendships. But you know,
2: oh no. Oh. You can't. There's no way to feel feel good after this. Like how how many no. like how many days after are you feeling these matches? Well, oh, yeah, thirty. I mean, <laughs> well,
0: look at it this way. I, I know in 2019, Adam Cole did the same as that match. The very next night, def- defend his NXT title on the. Oh yeah, there. that was insane. He, he was wrapped up in like a, a, a bandage too. I think that was taken, Mike. You Whoa, watch Adam both yeah. shows, Mike, right? What. So, You have both shows when Adam Cole had was wrapped up in bandages after the War Games, right? Right. And he took a big ass bump. Yeah.
1: It's Adam Cole's blue eyes that do it for me.
0: Adam Cole had the undisputed era. I've never witnessed anything. Like we have just seen here tonight at the yeah, Center
1: I'm really glad we watching it with the audio because probably killed
0: you
4: that you know fucking match. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, without he was, question. He was okay here. Like, he hadn't gone off the rails yet.
3: my mia!
4: Uh, I mean, because it's funny, like, when when he comes up in conversation now, there are people who want him back. And, no, Mar- and then, see, so, okay.
0: right, Morrow someone. I, I can stomach Morrow NXT I can stomach Morrow in the Indies. He, he's not a main roster guy.
2: Uh no, well, I, can't one even, one. I can't even. I can't even stomach my. And my problem with him is, uh, love his story. You know, anybody that that is open mental health stuff, a uh, ton, ton of respect. But my my problem has always been is for people that are used to commentating on fight like UFC. Or boxing and stuff like that. Uh, every yeah, uh, every moment in a boxing match or a UFC fight could be the end. Yeah. So you're you 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 you're programmed to call it that way. God, look at his arm. It's gross.
1: Let um, his head open.
2: <sighs> um, but with wrestling, I understand that kayfabe, brother. Um, it's fake. It's fake, buddy. It's right. Kayfabe K- brother. Um, but like, so theoretically speaking, you know, every suplex, every cover could be the end. But like, if you've been watching it for more than 15 seconds, you know that it's not. So calling, you know, calling every cover at uh, 10 seconds into the match. Like it's gonna end the the it, like it that that's that's my issue with Moro. Like it just it, it's it's way too intense because like I mean for for me like I look at it differently too because I I, I I've done commentary I, I do commentary I'm doing commentary for an indie show this weekend. Like your first match should not have the same intensity from commentary that your last match does, and you have to build. You yes. like and and even within the match itself, there's 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 ebbs and flows. I feel so like you don't get it totally. that much with more. Aren't
1: you? Why aren't you plugging like where you're commentating?
2: Yeah, I should. I totally forgot to do that on three <laughs> CT. <CD. But> I <laughs> haven't That's called a right? show. Call this week. I no, haven't he, I he, haven't he, called he, he, a show said... since before the pandemic. It's been it's been like three years. So this yeah. this Saturday, let me pull up the. Uh, pull up the information because hell we may have we may have listeners in in pennsylvania but uh it's it, the 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 show for this weekend it's it's basically like a like a celebration of um wrestling and independent independent wrestling in central pa uh it's called a night to remember this is the second one uh it is at the uh the zembo shrine in harrisburg this is actually a, a venue that the wwf ran back in like the 70s go uh, senators um yeah go senators man um yeah zembo shrine uh bell time is at six doors open uh at five i know there are still uh general admission tickets available it's a badass old building man uh it, it really really is uh third street in harrisburg so yeah come uh come check it out um if not once uh once there's clips up online uh we will be uh we'll be tweeting them out and things as, as well but uh yeah, calling my first show in uh, in over three years or almost three years, probably. Scale one to so how excited are you? Um, excited. Ten, uh, anxious. Twenty. <laughs> uh, just because I've been out of you know I've been out of the game for a while. I hope my voice is ready because uh it's it's gonna be a long one for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely excited
1: is the proletariat Boar of Moldova wrestling on
2: this show he's he's not he's actually on a on a different show um in in PA this Saturday um I've never had the honor of calling a bore a Boar a match yet but I'm I'm hoping
1: Bore is war he's war uh he's war. the
2: man I, the Boar is a good dude I know I know I know him I know him well all right my topic now we'll do another game of heel.
0: Versus face, I have five wrestlers. Don't um, worry, I'll find
1: a way to fuck this one up too. Oh, I already
0: did. <laughs> already did it. Five, five wrestlers here of any era. We'll uh, obviously rob for you. This would be, of course, do you prefer him as a heel or a face? These wrestlers out here obviously have been both in uh, as a portion of their career. And you just tell us what you prefer, uh, heel or face. All John right, right so first, is... indifferent. No, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> first one here. Mix, I'll mix up here a little bit with the, with the genders here. So let's go first. Johnny Ace is a piece of shit. There Becky, it. Becky Lynch, heel
2: or face? Oh damn, producer Jim, producer Jim. Um, fuck. Wow. No, What's I'm, gonna go, like I'm gonna go heel. I'm gonna go heel. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give this a slight edge because, like, I feel like there's there's times where. Sh- She kind of blurs the lines, but I think when she's at her best, it is is as a heel. All right, uh, Rob.
4: Um, I'd say for me, I think babyface because she does act heelish in a lot of ways, but when they turned her heel last year, I felt it, it felt kind of just forced and contrived to me and also they didn't fully commit like you, you got to drop the sing along music which is just, you know i mean I know Seth. sing along Seth has sing along music also and to me that kind of it it kind of messes things up a bit for him too but cuz Roman dropped he, you know he changed the music he put on he got some you know sinister sounding music um even though people still cheer Roman but he fully committed all the way and it just it felt kind of forced and contrived to me when they did that last year with her. And I mean, it worked because she's really good at it and it worked because she was in there with Bianca. But I think they, they, they switched her back right when they should have because I think, yeah, I just think it, it, she works better as a babyface. Even though, again, she has heelish tendencies, yes. But I think she works better as a babyface.
0: Michael? Michael.
1: Both? question mark um so when she was down in NX was primarily a face most of the time um so that first initial heel run uh leading into her becoming Becky two belts um that was very well done um was not a fan of big time Bex wasn't my uh wasn't my favorite character. Uh, that she's portrayed, Um, you know, but sometimes as a face, some of her stuff was more like a go out there and talk with your accent so that we can, you know, make a Lucky Charms joke later, you know, (laughs) back at the hotel, uh, which was kind of stupid, Vince, just so you know. Um, That being said, I I don't think, I think she's one of those people, um, you know, and even to an extent her, her husband or, fiancé or I don't know if they're married yet or not I don't pay attention to social media Um, (sighs) Seth is that guy that he'll play a heel on television but no matter what he does he'll get cheered I don't think it matters what character Becky plays fans are going to love her no matter what Mm -hmm. Um, that being said I mean I guess just face but I would prefer more like Becky Two Belts face than I would like oh yeah look at me Lucky Charms (laughs)
0: <laughs> By the way, they are married, uh, Michael. For the record, yeah, whatever.
4: Um, but no, uh, nah, I just I think it's, ahead, ahead. when you have somebody, it's so hard to get people cheered now. That I think when when it happens, you need to just go ahead and keep them as a baby face because it 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 makes things harder for the you know to get other people over if. They got you got them working heel and they're still getting cheered because then the other person isn't gonna their reactions are gonna be all, you know, jacked up.
0: Right. Well, obviously for business, there's no doubt mm-hmm. as a as a babyface, she was arguably the biggest star in the company for at least a year, um, in twenty nineteen slash twenty twenty. Me personally, I like was a heel. I thought I thought that he run she started last year at the SummerSlam was fucking awesome. I, I know <laughs> Obviously, I, 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 would, I would say what Rob said about the music. He probably should have changed it up a little bit. I agree with you on that. But in terms of the character and what they were doing with her and tr- and the things they were trying, her being a little bit of a bitch and whatnot and a little bit of a diva, I I, I, I liked how they leaned into it, so that's pretty cool. So I prefer Heel. Better for business probably his face, as you said. People love her no matter what, but I prefer as a Heel. All right, next one here. This is going to be an interesting one. Lex Luger. Michael. Michael. Um to be fair,
1: I don't really remember much of Luger's heel runs. I know he had a couple back in NWA probably before I was born. Um you know, wasn't he like an honorary member of the Horseman for, you know, like a cup of coffee or something? I
0: mean we could technically use the narcissist narcissist also as the heel too. Yeah, that was the one
1: Bobby Heenan talking about how jacked Lex Luger was. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for myself, though, every time I think about, uh, excuse me, Lex Luger, all I think about is, um, you know, tell me a lie. For some reason, that really bad fucking, like, bullshit song that they gave Shawn Michaels after the Lex Express died. Um, so, like, I can't take Lex Luger serious, so I really don't give a fuck. Um, (laughs) USS Intrepid. That's what I take. I take the USS Intrepid.
0: Face. So face. Leading into the face, of course. I,
1: honestly, though, as a guy who watched a lot of WCW because I grew up in Virginia, he wasn't even like a top five face there. I mean, he was just kind of there. I mean, he was the Savio Vega of WCW.
0: He mm. was there. You know.
4: Whoa.
0: Oh, Rob, go ahead. Okay, Rob, what, what, do you, what do you think on this one, Lex Luger, heel of face?
4: Um, well, he's another one. Like, okay, he, I mean, he has like natural heelish tendencies. Yeah, Yeah, I saw his whole career basically from when he started all the way up to the end of WCW. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, he has, he has natural heelish tendencies, but people cheered the guy because, I mean, I mean, he was the big Jack dude and he had a lot of energy and, you know, he, you know, did power moves and all that stuff. And so people naturally, you know, especially, you know, when he was hot, people nat- naturally gravitated towards cheering for him. And when he was having all those matches with Ric Flair back in the 80s, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it, that stuff was almost perfect, you know. And uh, he's another one of those people, again, he, his, his, he, he naturally acts like a heel, but eventually, the, the, at least in the NWA times, People gravitated towards cheering for him, right? So, again, for yeah, for business purposes, you're better off making, you know, having him be a baby face and have him challenge Ric Flair and you know, and that type of thing. Because when they had him go heel, and you know, he was wrestling Ricky Steamboat and people were cheering for him and they were booing Ricky Steamboat, which right, who does that? Who right? Steve you can't you can't have that exactly. happen. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I also blame
1: Lex Luger for allowing Sting to go full heel because how could you not trust your best friend, Lex? You egotistical, pompous jackass.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, um,
4: so yeah, I think it's another one where you gotta split the difference, basically. I mean, because yeah, I mean, for, again, for business purposes, you know, because look, people you can't have, like, the, the big jack dude who's full of energy and does all that stuff. You can't keep them heel forever because people love that shit. And you know whether it's brock or bobby or goldberg or the road warriors you know people, Bobby. people love that shit and they're going to cheer for it eventually no matter what you have them do so ultimately you got to make them a baby face eventually
0: right. okay
2: jim give me that summer Alex, man Come on, give, give me some Lex. Like, guys, I don't, I don't, I don't have the frame of reference to to the NWA stuff, to the WCW stuff. Like, I didn't, I didn't get into WCW until the Monday Night Wars, um, and then I, I feel like Lex was very different. If you watch, if you watch the the A and E doc they did on him this year, man, like that the, that that whole thing took you on a freaking journey. Um, oh yeah, but uh, you know, so I feel yeah, like yep. really the the, the only who, Small sample size I have is, you know, that the brief time as the narcissist and then, uh, you know, summer Lex, uh, you know, slamming Yoko on the USS Intrepid, you had the Lex Express and all that. Like, yeah, give me, give me that, give me, give me Lex as a face.
0: Yeah, the only heel runs I remember of him really was obviously as a narcissist in 1992 1993, which is short lived. Um, to me, he was obviously the Lex Express stuff was cool, and then you know, obviously, you know him and Sting being best friends was you know, obviously you you, you, you could not Shoot for Lex Luger. I if, love how Sting
1: decided to not put the title on him because the crowd went mild.
0: Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, give me the face, Lex Luger. Ultimately, mid, mid, mid Luger. All-, <laughs> All right, next one here we have Kevin Nash slash
2: diesel we'll use both so jim you know i like i like that um this is the what fourth time we've done one of these Th- and, third or fourth time yeah and we're we're finally getting to some really good ones yeah so hey. i appreciate hey. the i appreciate Thanks, buddy. i appreciate the arc you're taking us on um
1: next week next week it'll be like Savio vega <laughs> bang
0: <laughs>
3: right write,
2: write it down nuts. mang yeah, yeah haku
0: you just be- slash haku oh. barbarian um, <laughs> warlord
2: don't fuck with warlord that's my boy right man give me give me even though you know now i gotta separate the man from the character because kevin nash is that motherfucker you know like he's hell yeah he's that fucking hell dude man um but uh, as a wrestler, give me give me heel Kevin Nash, give me heel Diesel, over face.
0: Rob,
4: uh, babyface, because another one. Um, you know the the NWO was too cool, man, and I mean they started out as they were supposed to be the bad guys, but they were getting cheered, and it you know, and I mean a few people got over. You know, working against them like, you know, DDP and Sting, right? But if you weren't like that, then they were, they were, you know, they were so cool that the audience would cheer them against you. So uh, I say, babyface. Right. Or, but, uh, when, but he's basically Kevin Ashley. He, he does what the fuck he wants, right? Um, he, yeah. And, but yeah, I, I, I just happen to be a big ass kicking babyface, you know.
0: <laughs> go ahead, Mike.
1: I'm going to go heel. Um I think I was at the U.S. Airway Arena in D.C. whenever he turned on Brett at Survivor Series after he lost the title. Or after he retained the title. Or once Brett retained the title, I don't remember the.
0: 95. Oh,
1: 95. Yeah. I was at that show. Um, I just remember being like, holy shit, dude, that guy's an ass-kicking machine. I don't want to fuck with that guy. Mind you, I was still like seven, so it's like, yeah, I don't want to fuck with him. Um, But then he goes to WCW, jackknifes Eric Bischoff through the stage. Um, He got over quicker as a heel going into WCW than he did probably ever. So I just The character like He was able to be Cool as the other side of the pillow Because like it was so easy For him to naturally Just do himself and that's what he was doing He was being He was being Kevin Nash He was being laid back Kick someone's ass if he needed to Just kind of wanted to Work and then go get a drink
0: Yeah (laughs) It's easy for me. Um, heel, definitely. Um, I you know NW Wolfpack was a was a face faction when they split it up. I hated WCW the Wolfpack. Pack. You guys, Wolfpack. You guys wolf pack. You guys all my know I hate I I hated, I hated the Wolf Pack. To me, that was a down to, the down the downhill for me But No, the when downhill
1: like, fucking spiral for WCW was fucking adding
0: every other person. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying for me. <laughs> I, I you really I start, needed fucking I, I started, started, he- started truth went from WCW around that time. I hated the split. Plus, that's Team Hogan. So whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All
1: right, buddy. We know it's because you're Team Hogan. Not
0: <laughs> you. you, you show <laughs> so were upset. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway I, I, anyway, I can't stand the Wolfpack. pack. I can't stand the Wolfpack. pack. Nash is cool as a heel asshole. Ninety six NWO. The whole all lead right, up.
1: Boss, whatever you Dude, say. Through the
0: through the fucking tables. All as you said. Um. Even even Diesel. Like with Diesel character, I I'll, I'll, I'll split it because. I didn't mind either heel or face Diesel. But to me, the carryover to me was Kevin Nash as a heel in WCW. So I could be heel, Nash, all day. All right. Next one here. This one should be pretty uh, interesting. Scott Norton. <laughs> Damn, how'd you know? No, I'm joking. Jake Roberts.
1: Jake's
0: Jake Sting Roberts. Heel or face, Michael? What? I mean, what?
1: Jake's most memorable moments were when he was a heel. Coal Miner's glove match against Sting. Snake bite against savage after the wedding Mm
3: -hmm.
1: yeah no um him tricking the ultimate warrior into letting the snake bite him in the in the you know videos no fuck it's always heel jake jake is one of the best heels ever like i get face runs are cool and they're a change of course and all that but it's like the most memorable face run for me for Jake Roberts is whenever Stone Cold decided to fucking win the King of the Ring because of him. Like, no, I'm good, muck. Give me heal Jake every day of the week.
0: By I'm watching on uh, Holly Haven 1989 Rob You got ooh,
3: okay. So, t- so
4: but I again I saw the entire you know, Jake Roberts run and he did both very well. Because mm-hmm. when uh, the when he was feuding with Rick Rude, that was outstanding. Love that feud. Yeah, and look, Rick she, Rude she, went, had,
0: she went longer for the record. Because they they cause, they, uh, they they went from him to, to Andre like that. Yeah, Because
4: um, now Rick Rude had my, he had my dad like shoot angry or when he mm-hmm. when he was wearing the tights with Cheryl Roberts face on it. Oh man, look, my dad was like like you know this is fake because if it was a real Jake would have shot him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Get <laughs> <Okay>, over that. <laughs> okay. um, I,
0: that was low-key the best feud in '88, in my opinion, in, in that company. Like, obviously, that was the year I on the title. But to me, outside of anything Hogan and Savage were doing, that was the best feud that year, in my opinion, in '88. Yeah. Uh, and uh,
4: um, us uh, Roberts. But, um, man, all right, he played both very excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, so for me, I guess, for, well, I was a kid when he was a baby face and feud with Rick Rude, and that's, you know, that's how – most favorably I remember him and then with Andre and then he feuded with Ted DiBiase. Um, but he was another one and again, this is a recurring theme tonight. These, like these people who were so cool that the audience is going to cheer for them because he came in as a heel, the future Ricky steamboat, yep, he but sucks. then, you know, the DDT was such a cool move in 1986 that, that people hadn't seen that much of. So people love the DDT. And they loved Damien, and he people and he started getting cheered. And He told the story, um, they shot they actually shot an angle with him at Hogan, and like and you got more, you got more chairs than Hogan did or that. So they just they just killed it, you know, they did yeah. it, they never aired, mm-hmm. it. yeah, it's because 687, yep. yeah, yeah, you, you couldn't mess with the money machine, right? I mean, which and and nowadays they would have ran the angle, and then you know, and then they would have, you know. They'll, It would have been everything been all screwed up because, you know, the crowd would have went into business for themselves.
0: You You know, know, in in the the same way Savage organically turned into a face in 87 after WrestleMania 3, that, you know, that summer into like, you know, the feud of Honky, the same way, that same year, uh, Roberts naturally turned into a face from from a heel in early 87. It was natural. It was organic. It was like they forced it. It just kind of just happened that way. Same with Savage, the other way around, too.
4: Cause, I mean, ultimately I mean, like it, it's hard to stay a heel if like if you do really cool stuff yeah it's hard to stay a heel i mean you know you have to be i mean you have to be just you have to be like corbin now if you want to stay a heel just be com- totally unlikable in every way imaginable
0: he's a great heel though he's a fantastic heel oh
4: he is he is and he's one of the few people that fully commits and does not try to be cool and does not try to get himself over you know and all of that um he's one of the few people who's willing to stick with being unlikable all the time. Yeah. Um, and most people now don't, they don't want to commit
2: to right. it. All right. Jim, Jake's Roberts, you know, the, the most powerful memory I have of Jake Roberts is putting the, the Cobra on the macho man, Savage's arm when he's tied up into ropes. Um, you know, as, as good as Jake is, no matter what he's doing, uh, to me, it'll always be heal. Hmm.
0: It's funny because, like, as a character, the moments, the creativity, obviously heals, heals Roberts' fucking money. Me personally, I always enjoyed his face run more. Like, as I said, Rob's touched on that, for example. That field, Rick Root, for example, in '88 was fantastic. His feud with Andre, Goodmanian Five, great. You know, feud with, with DiBiase and whatnot. Even his feud with Martel in '91. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, so like, I, I I definitely will say like, as a character, the heel thing was better because again, more moments, the Savage stuff, and and you know, what was, you know, Steamboat '86, and, and you know, DDT on the on the on the uh, on the floor. But to me personally, I always enjoyed Jake as a as a babyface because he still had a little bit of an asshole in him to him anyway. Even as a yeah. babyface, but it was cool. Kind of, of, kind of remind me of like early Steve uh Stone Cold Steve Austin, kind of in in a way, but not as like you know minus the beer drinking all that shit. So I per- me personally, I prefer baby face uh, Jake Roberts. Just me. And finally, and this is for you, Rob. The Queen, Charlotte Flair. But let me go. Let me go to, go to uh, Jim first here, on Charlotte Flair. heal
2: you or know, face? heal easy, easy. She's easy. She's she's gr- she's the the best women's wrestler the WWE has ever had but she is so much easier to hate than she is to love because she's so good at I mean she's she's the daughter of the dirtiest player in the game
3: mm-hmm.
2: like it, she's a flare flares are better heels it, it, it's it's it, genetic without question without question heel all right Rob
4: Oh, heel, one hundred percent. Because look, um, she says herself that she's always wanted to be a heel, and Vince try has tried several times to turn to do a babyface turn with her and doesn't work. And well, be, and well, because I think I think he thought that because people love Rick so much that they would just love her, and but she's even said herself that that you know look I'm not relatable to anybody because of who my dad is and all this other stuff and people aren't gonna relate to me so why should we try? <laughs> yeah and yeah it's a hundred percent I mean because and I agree with her there's no, I mean yeah there's nothing to relate to there. I mean and she you know she she doesn't have a sympathetic career story like a lot of wrestlers have now you know she wasn't out there that's what I mean, she's a better heel basically because of real life stuff, because, you know, again, she did not have a sympathetic story. She, she wasn't working in the Indies for 10 years and all of that. She wasn't living out of her car at any point, you know, or any, anything like that. That people, a lot of people use now to kind of connect with the audience. So there's really just nothing there to do that with, with her and. Also, I mean, she towers over all her opponents. She's like half a foot taller than the other girls, for the most part. And I mean, it, she's better off being a bully and pushing people around, and you know, and you know, getting rough with people and you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just much better that way, and it works much better that way. Um, yeah, because there just there just isn't there just isn't anything really to attach, you know, to to be noble or whatever to try to you know connect to the audience that way for her and then ultimately she's another one of those people though she does she does some cool stuff in the ring and a lot of times at least during the matches people end up cheering for her anyway um during some matches depending on who the opponent is right i mean and so but yeah she better heel definitely mike
1: Who would have picked
4: face? Vince. <laughs> 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 no, no,
1: no, no, because even he knew that he couldn't turn her face.
2: He tried like three times, though. He wanted it. it, it, it he it, it, wanted it. He
1: 2019. I know that
0: for, for a fact. I mean,
1: he tried three times with everybody on the roster, though. I mean, the only person he never fully fucking turned was Hogan and Cena. I mean, he even tried to turn Austin. I
4: mean,
1: yeah. at the end of the day it's Charlotte is a heel she'll always be a heel she's a heel no matter what because she's the daughter of the dirtiest player of the game but she's taken that ability as his daughter and taken it to a whole nother level and she gets booed every time she talks she gets booed every time she walks to the ring I think you're missing the boat if you try to keep turning her into a face because eventually fans are going to stop giving a fuck so, just let her do her, um, and let the rest of it lay where it does. Yeah. Who, and, are, who,
0: and, would, who would have picked face? Me? No, I'm just joking. No, it's definitely heel. It's definitely fucking heel. Honestly, I don't. I, I don't. don't st- face, I don't see opportunity. I, would, I am the
1: opportunity. Come on. If you would have picked face, I would have hit leave and then not
0: came back. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Although I mean, I mean, I mean seriously, I mean she's, she's great great not only is she a great heels she's arguably the best heels in the company yeah one.
4: and um i mean i'm looking forward to how this goes without vince around because yeah you know, me uh, a lot of other people were big fans of hers we often feel like vince often just undercut a lot of undercut her a lot of times it's like okay yeah she won all of those championships but they're just things creatively that did, a lot of times vince did just undercut everything before yeah. she could really get going good with you know, character-wise.
0: That's why I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping this, I'm curious with this, with how she'll get booked under Hunter. That's what I'm really curious about. Seriously.
4: We'll yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm hoping no more, no more forced face turns. I'm hoping, yeah, uh, thank god hopefully. and you know, that, that's the biggest thing I'm hoping just no more of that because it, you know, it just, no, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what comes now because I think she'll be allowed to do more things the way she thinks she should do them. Um, right. Totally agree. And, and you're not going to have Vince there trying to turn her baby face for the millionth time because he just knows this time it'll work.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
4: All right, Jim.
2: Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a long time. All At right. that one. All right. We, um, you know, obviously, uh, five, six days removed from extreme rules, five, six days removed from the return of Bray Wyatt. Um, we on three CT discussed this in, 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 long form, both the execution of the return itself, but more this angle of it. Because when you look at, when you look at the history of Bray Wyatt in this company, Um, there's been good moments and then there's been a lot of missteps. Um, and it, it has caused character changes. It, at least I think partially probably led to him not being in the company for the last, uh, you know, ever, how many months? Um, now he's back, uh, looks to be kind of reinvented as we're recording this, uh, late Thursday night, early Friday morning. We're, you know, 18 hours away from, uh, seeing him return to SmackDown and and kind of m- maybe seeing a direction of how this is going to head, um, but 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 sitting here now, the question is, and and Rob, I'll lead to you first on this one as the guest. Um, how can WWE make this incarnation of of Bray Wyatt a success?
4: Okay, because for me, I love the skits, I love the vignettes, I love the entrances, I love the promos. I don't even I don't hate the matches the way a lot of people on our Twitter timelines do. You know, I mean, they talk about him like he's the worst wrestler ever, and that's no, he's not the worst wrestler ever. Not not close um, to that. It's just to me, you. All right, there are certain situations you got to keep him out of. Like, don't do any title stuff with him because He doesn't need it. Well, it's also because. It, it it never satisfies anybody because if you put him in a title match with Roman Reigns, he's not winning. And people are gonna be mad that he didn't win. And then if he does win the title, then who you know, when he loses it, people are gonna be upset because, you know, and it just it's always a disaster when he you know, when he is in a title match situation because Yeah, it's just it just it never works out. There's never a satisfying ending to when he has a title and I don't like said He doesn't need one. He can he can occupy his own corner of the street And basically I mean, I think what you should he should be somebody that basically if you need somebody If somebody's gonna undergo a character change Have them do something with him and he warps people's minds and all of that shit and you come out different, right? To me, that's what—that's the best way. That's the way to use him, and keep him away from the title stuff. And I think you'll be fine. Okay. And also, you know, get him some. He yeah, he needs some. Basically, another. Some, he needs some people to go follow him. Also, you know, give him. Some yeah, followers.
2: and and I I know there's a lot of talk of the, the Wyatt Six or whatever. We'll hopefully see some of that start to take shape here. Yeah. Uh, starting uh, starting tonight. Yeah, that was that was another drawback with the fiend, I yeah. think also, because him just being by
4: himself, it's not the same. It you know, um when he has followers, it 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 adds something to the whole act. So keep him away from title stuff, get him some followers, use him to change other people's character through storyline. I think if you do that and then just let him let him do his promos and his vignettes and all that stuff, and I think you know, you got gold there. Sure. Michael
0: michael um
4: well
1: i mean i think the first thing that that i would do is pick whom he's going to start a long-term feud with and start that on on friday night um let the followers come over time don't rush that just to just to have it um maybe have one or two you know right away kind of thing but the, the, the new ones are the ones that he's going to have to like persuade into joining his, his family or whatever um, he decides to call him at this point. Uh, I mean, unless you're going to just give him the six off rip and then go from there, which if that's the case, that's fine. Um, but I'm not necessarily as panic button on keeping him out of the title picture. Obviously, I mean, keep him out of it till after WrestleMania, because I do believe that's whenever we see a title change. But him versus Cody for the for, for, for a world title is something that I'm increasingly interested in by the minute. Um, I think it's something that could be good for both of them. Um, and I think um, not not to be that guy, but I think Bray would want that match because of his friend, you know, as a tribute to, to Brody and all that stuff. Um because Brody's last match was with Cody, and I think Bray would love the opportunity to share the ring with someone who got to share the ring with John in his last match before his untimely passing. Um The bet the best thing that they can do though for the for the foreseeable future is don't force it. Don't force him into wrestling. Don't force him into doing things. We knew it was gonna be him for the last however many weeks with the, with, with, with the 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 QR codes and all that other stuff and still had us eating out of the palm of his hands. You know, show up on Friday night, hit him with the, we're here, Pull out the lantern and then he's gone. Keep people yeah. m- coming back for more. The problem was, and especially with The Fiend and The Fiend, I'm going to give him a pass on because it was the fucking pandemic. You know, it literally was like, "Hey, we're trying shit with characters, throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks." Hell, the Firefly Funhouse match with with John Cena was awesome. Then they got themselves into a point where they're like, "Well, what the fuck do we do with him now?" Then you made him almost unfucking destructible. That was the problem. Is that is that the 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 fiend and Bray Wyatt should have been hand in hand. It's almost like the demon with Finn Balor. Yeah, you know, oh, it's Bray Wyatt's gonna wrestle John Cena tonight. Oh, Bray Wyatt lost to John Cena. Bray Wyatt's on a losing streak. Well, John Cena just challenged him to a match with, like, a certain stipulation. The Fiend comes out. The Fiend beats John Cena. Bray Wyatt doesn't beat John Cena. And that's something that I feel like they missed on, but I think they missed on it because again, I think that there was they they tried so hard to do certain things, and I feel like they limited themselves on some because they were using this opportunity to get other people over. And I'm not going to say that I was upset with that decision because we got the hurt locker out of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Good point. So Good point. Uh,
1: I just, I, I think, I think they took a lot more chances in the pandemic and the safest thing that they could have knowing that Roman wasn't going to be there for the foreseeable future because of, you know, COVID and his deteriorating health system and defense system. Um, you know, and that's why I think Bray made sense. I mean, I'll never forgive them for having a no contest in the middle of a fucking hell in the cell match. But oh what? yeah, I on that. So oh uh, boy, that
0: was a Seth match, right? It's hey, Seth. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah that was one of the worst uh, finishes ever. That was the drizzling shits, man.
1: I mean it's 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 one of those where if if the, if they decide to just slow and steady this thing and he doesn't do much until after Survivor Series, I'm not going to be upset. I already see people talking about, oh, why it's six versus the bloodline in in war games. No. No. Let's keep him away from Roman in the bloodline for as long as possible. Like, I don't need to see that. Hell, no? Exactly. I don't need to see that. I'm more than content with a bloodline versus Kevin Owens-led team in war games match. I am more than content with that situation. I don't need Bray Wyatt to be involved with Roman Reigns right now because he could go through the other four members of the bloodline real quick, no problem, quick, fast, and in a hurry. But are we sure that it's that he would ever take the title off of Roman? I mean, it's 50-50, I think. I think with the exception of Cody Rhodes, he's the closest that you get to actually getting somebody to defeat Roman Reigns and to not be the drizzling shits.
2: It could. I mean, it could be done properly, and there's there's a – there's a long-told story between those two.
1: Correct, and yeah. there's a time and place to do it, and it's not next month at Survivor Series. Or no, day no, one. No,
2: certainly not. That
1: no. I, so I'm, that's what I'm getting at. It, it. We had this conversation, and Joe Joe made the comment last week that there's like ten guys that could win the men's Royal Rumble this year. Uh, there's two: Cody Rhodes, Bray Wyatt. There's the only two that I think make any fucking sense now.
2: I mean, here's the deal: um, if Cody Rhodes is healthy, there's one. Yeah, I I agreed with you. you know, yeah, sick. like, it, and 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 I I don't I don't foresee any reason why Cody shouldn't be healthy by that point.
1: Adrenaline in my soul. Something so think- something
2: Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: no, it's as easy oh. to me. Just the, the, he 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 takes us most oxygen in a good way. Of course, that you don't need him to be in the top picture. He doesn't need a title first off. Let's start there. Okay. Now, so I don't want to have a title one day again, but he doesn't need it. You know what I mean? So doesn't need a title. Um, let the creativity flow. let just let him have his space. does he doesn't he, does he be on Raw wrestling every week? He, he do he can be a guy that can, you can see once be a month wrestling every week. Huh? He won't.
1: He'll be another member of the SmackDown roster because
0: Fox wanted him. Right. He'll be. Have I, I seen him once every two months? Like the way they use MJF for example. Like he he wrestles. Same thing. You know, like because I think he, the stuff he, he does outside. See,
1: I, of... I, I think I think you're getting. When it comes to that, I think there's two. I, I think your guy that's MJF is Roman Reigns,
0: probably, probably.
1: So I think I think having two guys do the same thing mm-hmm. on the same show, no, no, no is a little but you're, to that show.
2: But EJ, you're saying you don't. You, when you say you don't want to see him once every, but once every two months, you in mean the him wrestling Wrestle. You want to see him on TV frequently, but not wrestle all the time, like MJF does. Right, exactly.
3: But
1: give me that on Raw, and I'm okay with it. Having two guys doing it on SmackDown. Right, but SmackDown's a
2: two-hour show. Like you're okay doing that on SmackDown.
1: But have we not been discussing about the fact that outside of the title feud on SmackDown, there's nothing going on with the women's division. Have we not talked about how the tag team division like has been non-existent? So you're cutting that show even more is is what I'm saying. You have a three hour show two nights later that you could give Bray Wyatt an hour of it. And it would be must see television for that one hour that he's on TV. And I think he gets the job done just as well, if not better. All I'm saying is don't chop the legs out of SmackDown by having two guys doing the same thing differently.
4: And that, that's actually a good point, because... Um,
1: that I mean, I love Bray. I love, love Roman. I'm not going to say that I don't, but it, I just don't chop the legs out of the show.
4: Because um, at one point, like with SmackDown, like you had the Bloodline stuff going, and then you had Seth Rollins and Edge feuding, and we know that those guys are monologuers. Right. And it... Ate up, ate up most of the show between the three of them
0: my, my large point is make make him an event he's that he's that great he's that creative that he's he's worthy of being an event in itself so to me just don't burn him out just like but like obviously make it work let, let the creativity flow you know because like i said his vignettes to me sometimes are more important like almost most watched thing or the most like thing on on a, on a raw SmackDown than say any match you'll see because he's that creative and, and what he does like the shit the sh- with the Firefly five was fantastic. Looking forward to it every t- every week. Look, look forward to it. And so I don't know.
1: if good... I, I guess my question here is,
0: who gets paired with him Out the gate? Does anyone go out? Oh, the wait, gate? wait, 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 wait. I mean, join him or pair him get to, well, to I mean, put no, over...
1: I'm, saying, I'm saying, is the Wyatt Six a real thing? If it is, are, are, who are they? If it's not who's
0: who's his followers, Liv Morgan's one.
2: See the beauty is, I haven't even thought about any of that,
0: and it's much room for that. Because
2: to to, to me, like I, I just want to see what what him being on SmackDown tonight is. Like I'm, I'm not like. I haven't even begun to. I haven't. Well, I, if we're being one hundred percent, I can't even like f- have begun fully processing the fact that he's even back. Like it was the thing I've wanted since he was released, but like there was a big part of me that was like, I, I don't think. I think I kind of reserved myself to like. I don't think this guy. I think this guy's just done wrestling, which would have sucked. Like let's- we
0: thought he was. He was mentally checked out in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, the, not, I'm not free. just, not just Brody, but, but he's had, if you follow him on, on Instagram, like he's had numerous people in his life that, that have passed away over recent years. Um, you know, that, that, that's a heavy burden to carry. He has, you know, he has young kids, you know, like may, maybe like, there was part of me. It's like, dude, maybe this guy just wants a simpler life and he, you know, an easier life. And I can't blame him if he did, Right. Um you know, and I I never I never really thought he was going to end up anywhere else. Um No,
4: no, cuz they couldn't afford him basically. Yeah.
2: Well, the and the only place that could were he I think he knew uh, he knew deep down weren't going to utilize it properly. So like I I, I
1: think he also knew that if he went over there with fucking Tony Yayo <laughs> that it would just be he would just be thrown into the dark <laughs> order.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um right like so so yeah like i'm 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 i haven't even begun to process that um in, in terms of who or what or how or when or why um and i i think that's the beauty like i i don't i don't get to watch smackdown every week um i don't watch smackdown every week uh i can guarantee you i'm watching smackdown tonight um because i i, I want i want to see what, what, what this is and what this means and what he has to say, or if he's going to get to say anything, whatever, whatever they're going to like, whatever it is, man, whatever it is. Um, but in terms of uh, this, the, the thing, the thing that I said, and, and I am looking at from, from this standpoint with, um, with Bray Wyatt and how they can make this successful is, um, a learn from the mistakes of the past. Um, and, and, and really like understand that, that this character is special. This character is different. Um, allow him to have freedom that I think ultimately, and again, I, I was, I was talking to Ryan about this right after extreme rules on Saturday, um, was, (laughs) You look at you look at WWE and you look at the current state of AEW and you, you don't you don't WWE doesn't get to that level because Vince ultimately has the control. Had the control. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. It is what it is. I think there came a point where the vision of the fiend and Bray Wyatt for Vince was ended up being different than the vision for Wyndham. And I think that's right. that's where that's where problem started and then uh everything else going on in his life and I think he had to get away. Um now I think having a guy running everything and we're already seeing it with people coming back that claim they'd never be back, Good brothers motherfuckers um but, <laughs> you know about that, man?
0: Dude, they're fucking they're you fucking really dorks him? man seriously
2: <laughs> they literally are just fucking just i fucking can't stand those guys i really can't um but you know they they came back to a place they said they'd never come back to braun acted like he'd never come back there you know once he started controlling his narrative and uh, you know there, there's others i think that that are that's out there you, that's well. do there
0: good
2: job yeah see um <laughs> because I think they they look at the fact that <laughs> i think they look at the <laughs> fact that you have a guy running it that knows what it's like to do what they're doing and the, and that's a that's a big thing especially for a guy like bray that um because here's the thing even if even if Triple H starts to have an idea and and wants to kind of turn it or change it or, or whatever um th- there's gonna be a, I think a different degree of trust there <laughs> because Triple H has gone through it so like to me it's just let the character be don't don't try to force things and yeah the pandemic the pandemic changed Bray Wyatt because they could do things that you'd never get to do in front of a a, a live crowd. All the different stuff, but with with Alexa and the, you know the the, the spooky stuff with dropping lighting rigs and all this shit and burnt burning him fucking alive. Like as cool of a visual as that is, like obviously you're never doing that in front of a live crowd. Of course, no. So oh, that
4: was that was fucking awesome though. Oh, it was, was it was range. fucking great. And and they I mean, they Randy took hit the pose <laughs> on the way out also. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> and I mean like they took liberties because they could, yeah. but like in the same time it, they they. They forgot about the fact that eventually fans were going to come back,
0: and that's <laughs> the thing I appreciate about about the, that era is that the chance they took on uh, absolutely to, to the book out. Plus, they
2: they utilized they utilized the fact that the majority they I think a lot of their shows were pre predate because it it didn't have to be live. Like that was the beauty of the thing. Like so much yeah. of what they did was was, you know, it was it was in it, it was in the in the fantasy world and that, so um but yeah now now i i i'm i'm so intrigued by by what they can do and and where they're going to take it like i fucking can't wait man i really i i haven't been this excited about a wrestler or a or a match or a segment on on a, a on wrestling tv in a very long time
0: all right wrestlers of the week yay Mike, ready to go? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, should we go with uh, Rob? Should we get Rob three picks today? Since, uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. So, Rob, you go first.
3: Rest of the week. Okay, of the week. Yeah. All, All pick
4: right. One. Of the week. All right. We go Gunther and Sheamus for obvious reasons. They're both kind of intertwined. And wait, wait. So, what, what, what we do, Ron Robbins? So, we do, uh, Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: We'll go, so you pick one. So you want to go with uh, Gunther first? No, I apologize.
2: Yes. Ernest didn't explain it to you. He's a bad ass. Yeah. My bad.
0: <laughs> yes. okay. so you, go out, you go around and around, but you you'll, you'll have 3 though. You'll have 3 we, we, we okay. need 9 per week. So all right, so you have Gunther. All right. Uh Michael.
1: Uh give me the new uh All Atlantic Transcontinental Nova Scotia Champion Give me freshly squeezed Orange
0: Cassidy. Dude, I was simultaneous. good job, Jim. <laughs> All
2: right, Jim, go ahead. You. uh, d- Dude, I literally have just talked about this man for the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's pretty fucking Wyatt for me. Number one, with a bullet this week. Give me my girl
0: who defended her uh, roman championship at extreme rules successfully give me uh bianca biller
2: respectfully mhm respectfully not not their best match but
0: good match but not the best match but they yeah. match
2: mike knows mike knows sauce it sauce it
0: i if you I, listen, I, listen to the 3 3ct three yeah, podcast from is, tuesday today I, I was cracking up this morning on the you up know up. what's up all
4: right, uh, Rob. We'll get. Uh, okay, Seamus. <laughs> the, the other. Half <laughs> all, was, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Seamus. He's awesome.
0: Um. Quit, Mike.
1: All right, my last pick for this week. Uh. Yeah, I'm not taking that person. No chance. Why? Why would you take Ronda Rousey? <laughs> that was, that was okay uh I'm gonna take the new United States champion. Give me Seth Franklin Rollins, motherfucker. You're welcome, Seth
0: Franklin. Love it. Not freaking Franklin.
4: Franklin. Oh Roll.
1: Well. WWE put out Franklin on a fucking.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> so
0: going to roll with it. Franklin?
4: What? It was Actually, yeah. They somebody screwed up and typed wrong.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. Uh, give me the new GCW Ooh. champion with a victory over Nick John John, Nick John Moxley, Gage. Nick F and Gage. All right,
0: I know Mike won't do it, so I'll do it just for the sake of acknowledging a, cha- a title change. Give me Ronda Rousey. Just to acknowledge a title change.
1: She will make my top twenty-five this month. Yeah,
2: shocker, yeah. shocker.
1: Shocker. No, you know
2: what? She'll, she'll be 25th. <laughs> Just because <laughs> that's fine.
1: Just
0: because. Just because. All right, Rob, get the last. You get the last uh, pick here.
4: All right, uh Josh Alexander. He defended his title twice. Well, one of the matches was taped tonight. You know, t- one was on tonight, but two title defenses in one week. Josh Alexander. Hey, hard work.
0: Hard work. And those are this week's rest of the the week. They'll be lumped into our rankings for the end of this month. All right. Good show, guys, as always. Uh, Rob, thanks for on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Any final words? Thanks for having me. Anyone want to plug?
4: Uh, Yes. Okay. So you can hear me, Jason, and DJ on the Mindless Wrestling podcast every week. We're usually up on Friday. We're part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. And you can hear me when I get around to recording new episodes you can hear me talk about pretty much everything on the rob the genius yeah yeah on the rob the genius podcast and don't harass me jay yes it,
2: it it happened it you, you, you're
0: worse than he is but well, at least you have two other shows to for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: you're, a
2: ter- you're a terrible um, host dj you need his
0: microphone
4: <laughs> so um that, that's where you can hear me now uh i haven't actually written anything in a, in a while so i won't plug anything i've written because i haven't written anything in a while but so for now you can listen to me in, in those two places
0: yeah, I was actually on, the, on, his, on his podcast a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, and Fun you time. were. And it
4: was excellent, man. Fun time.
0: Talk, 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 something, Mike, you won't, you won't care about. It's all things politics. You won't care about that shit, so it's okay. Gr- Grown-up shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want anybody else telling me how I should do
0: this or do that. So. Oh, I agree. I agree. I totally agree with you, brother. All right, Jim, plug. What you got to plug?
2: Yeah, well, uh, there is that uh, discussion with a nobody podcast uh, at dwa and pod on twitter discussions with nobody on facebook um welcome been, to- uh, well I'm, i may try to get one may try to get one recorded this weekend depends how tired i am i've been kind of burning the candle both ends this week especially i mean you're, you're like both good christ i've been sitting in this fucking podcast chair for the last uh, five hours um but uh it is what it is man we keep it going um three count thursday three ct uh you can oh this way yeah, lovely sh- lovely shirt there we go you can get that over at tpublic.com but uh three count ultimately uh has our youtube podcast links social media links everything uh merchandise i know uh this weekend tpublic public has a sale 35 percent off uh everything so you probably want to head over there this weekend and grab stuff uh it would be really great we appreciate the support there um huddle up podcast uh at huddle up podcast on twitter and facebook uh uh, I deal with this motherfucker way too many days out of the week. Um, me and EJ. And well, Mike, Mike chimes in, too. Uh, but uh... Chimes in too much. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, like I said, at, at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and Twitter, we have the link tree there. That gets you to all of our uh, podcast links, our YouTube link, our T Public Merchandise uh, site on that one as well. So, again, 35% off. This is the weekend to do it. Um. So uh, check that out. But yeah, you can find me at Big Jim Sports on Twitter, and uh, always a blast. Rob was, it was a pleasure having you on this week too. Uh, By the
0: way, he, you man. also you also you appeared on the Student Gamer Game. Student game uh, yeah, I did last oh, night. I fun. was on
2: uh, this week's Student of the Game Report. Um. So yeah, I, I it, it talking about the Cowboys and trying to speak some sense into people about motherfucking Riptide Rush. It's Chill great, out. Flavor. Chill the fuck out, people. He's a backup quarterback. Chill out.
4: Right. Although I gotta say, as much as I hate the Cowboys as a Washington fan, I love cocaine Michael Irvin on first take every Monday. Dude, I,
0: I do I send Jim Michael Irvin every single Monday morning of Michael they, they, they clip it on? The, they, on, there on may YouTube
2: be, now. There's only one person in this world that loves the Dallas Cowboys more than Jerry Jones, and that's Michael Irvin.
0: The finger, the finger looking good thing was the best dude, two weeks ago.
2: He's 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 oh, the man.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Mike, might you see that? Oh, you gotta see, it's great. Oh, oh my it god, you got it. And it was at our expense with the Giants too, for the record. So whatever, it sucked, yeah, whatever.
2: Which makes it even better. Fuck off. Jim. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. Uh, you can listen to me chime in on the Huddle Up podcast on the Big Jim uh, Sports Network. Uh, if if you're bored and you go into that huddle up feed and you scroll uh scroll up a little bit hockey preview as hockey season just started me and Jim dive uh dive into the land of the frozen pond water go rangers uh, we we talk about hockey uh fuck the rangers uh so fuck that we'll be uh, eventually eventually I'll make my actual huddle up debut in the Bengals in the super bowl or something weird right you know Something crazy. Something crazy like that happens. Uh, you can listen to me on the uh, Earnestly Speaking podcast either on Tuesday or Thursday, depending on what day my day off is, where I wreck this fool in power rankings. Bullshit.
0: Next question.
1: Uh, <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> Coastal Carolina, somebody pick them this week so we can pick a game for the love of Christ. Who? Who the Take fuck are they?
3: Let's get it. Okay. Uh,
1: other than that, uh, great show as always, guys. Um I worked 11 hours today, and it's 1 a.m., and I have to be back to work at, like, 8.30, so. So, are going to be-
2: Where's Joe? <laughs>
3: Fucking guy. Not sleeping
2: on my couch. <laughs> That's all we Fucking know. Guy.
0: Of course, Earn speaking Podcast. Of course, all podcast catchers. We drop shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Having a good time with that, of course. Uh, other than that, I'm on Twitter at seven. Substack, earn, earnspeaking.substack.com. Uh, I guess that's it. Great show, Rob. Thanks again. for come on, man, it was awesome. Thanks for having uh, me, man. Awesome, guys. Check it out later. Uh, talk to you guys later. Take the wrestling on Twitter as well. Have a good weekend.